was speaking to a, a neighbor who uh, claims to be an atheist. Nice guy, very thoughtful, intelligent. We're having this conversation, and we're talking, you know, I, I'm the believer, he is the non-believer, the atheist, and he says, no, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm not an atheist. I'm not convinced that there's no God. What I'm saying is, faith bothers me. Belief bothers me. And what bothers me about it is not that it isn't true, but that you can believe anything you want. That bothers me. Because what's the difference between believing and wishful thinking? That's a really intelligent observation. What is the difference between believing in something and wishful thinking? You want something to be a certain way, so you believe it is. That's irresponsible. It's juvenile. It's embarrassing to an intelligent human being. So we really need to understand, what is faith and when is it wishful thinking? One of the principles that guides our faith, it's not a free-for-all, you can't believe whatever you want. What guides our faith is, the, the thing you believe in must be essential and necessary. If it's not necessary, it's wishful thinking. So the sages tell us, when we serve God, when we perform His commandments and follow His commandments, we shouldn't do it for the reward, both positive and negative. Don't do good things because of the reward it will bring in heaven. And don't avoid sin because you want to avoid the punishment that's going to be coming your way if you do misbehave. Don't do it for the, for the reward, and don't refrain from sin out of fear of punishment. That sounds very noble, very correct. What's right is right. You don't have to be bribed or threatened. Okay, makes sense. But there's something more to it than that. I believe right is right and wrong is wrong. That's necessary, not wishful thinking. Reward and punishment isn't necessary, so it's wishful thinking. To believe I will be rewarded or to believe that I will be punished, it's not necessary. Because if I'm not punished, I, I should still behave myself. And if I'm not rewarded, I should still be good. So why do we believe in reward and punishment? Because God said that there will be a reward and there will be a punishment. So I'm believing Him. If He hadn't said it, my, my instinct would not lead me to that conclusion. So when the sages say, don't do the mitzvah for the reward, and don't avoid sin in order to avoid punishment, it's because 
right and wrong are solid. They're necessary. They're something you can trust. Reward and punishment, not necessary. That could be easily become wishful thinking. God is the only God. There's only one God. Believe that? Sure. It's an essential belief in Judaism. Hashem Echad, God is one. There's only one God, there is no other God. Thou shalt have no other gods. Why is that not wishful thinking? <laughs> I love my God, so my God is the only one. Why is that not wishful thinking? Because it's necessary. If God is truly the original substance, the original being that doesn't need to be created and therefore has no limits and is infinite, then how can there be two of them? How can there be two of them? How can you have two infinities? In order to be two, one of them has to end and the other one begins. Well, then neither of them is infinite. So, yes, we believe this to be true, but with a reason. It's got to be true. It's necessary. We believe that God is good and everything he does is for the good. Wishful thinking? If he created the world, which is a huge act of generosity, because why would he want to share his universe, his existence, with a bunch of people who, frankly, can be a pain in the neck? It's generosity. In fact, it's humility on his part to engage in such mundane activity as creating a universe. So the whole creation is an act of kindness, how can what happens in creation be any different? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that God creates a world and he needs nothing from it. it. doesn't make sense. If you create a universe that did not exist at all, and it's all your creation, and you don't need it, I was talking to a, an 11-year-old boy in yeshiva. He had an interesting question. How do we know that God needs his universe? Maybe he just wants it. The distinction between wanting and needing is kind of flimsy, but we didn't get into that. I said to him, you mean God wants what he doesn't need? And the 11-year-old boy said, oh, no further questions. It made perfect sense to him that God is not as immature as an 11-year-old who wants things he doesn't need. So if he wants it, he needs it. If he needs it, he wants it. He's consistent. He's real. So the belief that everything that happens in the world is for a purpose and a good purpose, it's necessary, not wishful thinking. So that is the primary difference. Everything that Judaism asks us to believe, 
is necessary. The ultimate example, the resurrection of the dead. Now, come on, that's way out there. <laughs> Do you really need to believe that? Or is it wishful thinking? I want to see my grandpa. Yeah, he's coming back. <laughs> Very cute. No, but it is one of the 13 principles of Jewish faith. Bedrock. Why is that not wishful thinking? We have a Sunday night program for VIPs that you might be interested in. It's informal, it's questions and answers, it's conversation. It's really relaxed, it's really pleasant, enjoyable, informative, and uh, kind of community-like. It's a Sunday night program, there's a um, Wednesday morning program for the VIPs, and there's a Wednesday night program. All of it, just conversation, casual, laid back, unscripted. So join us, take a look, click uh, the link below and see which, which of the three suits you best and join us for some enjoyable conversation. Why is the belief in the coming of the Messiah, of Moshiach, why is that not wishful thinking? If, in fact, God created the world with a plan, with a purpose, and you got to believe that, that's not wishful thinking, that's necessary. If God didn't create the world with a plan, you might as well not believe in Him at all. Who needs Him? Let's stick with evolution. Evolution also has no plan. The belief in God is the instinctive, intelligent, wise impulse towards meaning. If the world exists, it must have a meaning. To have a meaning, it must have a purposeful creator. So, if there is a purposeful creator, and if there is a plan, and if the plan is a good one, which all of that is necessary, well, do you think the world as it is today is the completion of the plan? This is as good as it gets. This is the vision God had when he decided to create the world. This is what he is content with. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Don't tell me it can't get better, because if that's all, then I quit. Then, then nothing makes any sense. So it is necessary to believe that God has a plan and that the plan will succeed and the world will become a magnificent place that even God is impressed with. That's what we mean that Mashiach is coming. Mashiach is coming means the plan will get completed. The world that God wants will come to be. You have to believe that. It's necessary. Otherwise, the whole plan falls apart. Now let's extend that to resurrection. Fine. 
Someday the world will become sane. People will find their footing, people will become intelligent and thoughtful and considerate, and the world will be wonderful. All right, I can go with that. But the dead will come back. The belief in the resurrection of the dead is not wishful thinking. It's essential morality and justice. The body that lives for only 80 or 90 years, today it's 100. The body deserves a lot of credit. Because without the body, we cannot fulfill any of God's commandments. Those activities that bring the world to its godly conclusion cannot happen without a body. We can't give charity without a body. You can't, you can't make the sounds of a chauffeur on Rosh Hashanah without a body. You can't light a Shabbos candle without a body. You can't eat kosher without a body. And yet, the body just dies. We respectfully return it to the ground from which it came. But that's it. Where's, where's the justice? Why is it that the body does divine activity, which is eternal in its value and meaning, but the body itself is just temporary and they just bury it and it decomposes and it's finished. There's something unjust about that. It's a violation of justice. So we believe that the body will get its reward, not only the soul, because a soul without a body cannot do what it needs to do and what it did do. So the belief in heaven, that the soul goes to heaven, is the belief that there is reward for your efforts. The belief in the resurrection of the body is because the body deserves a reward too. In fact, it deserves more of a reward than the soul. So the belief that the body will be resurrected and the soul will return to its body, the body that allowed it to fulfill its mission and to fulfill its purpose and to make the world godly, fulfilling God's purpose, that body is just gone? Can't be. Which leads us to another fascinating conclusion that flies against everything we've ever assumed to be true. And that is, death is permanent, life is temporary. We all know that to be true, don't we? Everybody knows that. Life is fleeting, life is short. Get things done before it's over. And then when it's over, it's over forever. That does not make sense and does not compute. Life is meaningful, death is not. And yet death is permanent, life is temporary. No, no. Does not compute. 
Life is sacred. Life is alive. Yeah, but just temporarily. Death, yeah, death is forever. No go. Not acceptable. And it's not wishful thinking. It's illogical. It's senseless. A human brain does not accept senseless. That's what intelligence means. Intelligence means find the intelligence, find the, the sense behind, behind everything. That's all of science. We search for a cure for cancer. Haven't found it. Search continues. Why are you so certain there is a cure? And that if you seek, you'll find. Where do you get that, where do you get that confidence from? It's wishful thinking. It's not wishful thinking. It's what brought us civilization. It's what brought us out of the caves. It's necessary. It's the only thing that makes any sense. So, all of our beliefs are rooted in essential morality, in essential purposefulness, essential godliness. Nothing that we believe is unnecessary.